Devon. Scotty and Goss, the Drum and Golf Quiz has been run and won. We're here for Fleet Network, WA's Novated Car Leasing Special. After 7.30, John Rilly, JR from the Perth Wildcats, they're in action on Friday night. Uh, Friday night is tomorrow night, isn't it? Is today Thursday? Yeah. yeah. Thursday. <laughs> you had to check. Oh, I Oh, I don't know most of the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. they've got the New Zealand right. breakers here. Can't wait for that one. RAC Rena. And a great couple of last wins, haven't they? So That'd they're back great. in business. Yeah, you'll hear from Jay after 7.30. I'm wearing the Wildcat shirt in honour of support. Yeah, too. Trent Cooper's Rena. in the studio right now. Trent Cooper is with the WA Football Commission. Of course, he's the WA Football Commission's coaching specialist, talent pathways, and he's the former Fremantle Dockers AFLW coach and also harness racing expert. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Scotty. Hello, Coop. Good to see you, mate. Yeah, good to be in here. You're standing up because you've got a bad hammer and tack. What's happened, mate? Yeah, no, I just had a few issues over the years, footy injuries, and uh, just every now and then it flares up, so uh, yeah. till we can get hold of the... Uh, Feel your pain. Yeah, the good uh, naproxen and stuff. Just for, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you know, an orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, some Pilates. <laughs> You've just gone straight There's to the drugs. There's one option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight no, to the drugs. I always get told, oh, you could change your diet. Give me... Give me the Napperson. <laughs> hey, mate, we're down to, before we get into the talent pathways and what you're searching for over there in uh, the WA Footy Commission here in WA Grassroots, let's talk about the AFLW competition. It's down to six, of course. Adelaide, Melbourne, North Melbourne, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Geelong. Out of all of that, eight, eight sorry, uh, Geelong six, then Essendon and Sydney. Yep. So St Kilda miss on percentage. Uh, any surprises out of, with Collingwood failing? It seems to have come at a price for their coach. Yes, no, that news was uh, come out yesterday that Steve Simons won't be uh, recontracted there. It, the the top four are clear, absolute clear. Adelaide, Melbourne, North, yep. Brisbane. And, and the fixtures are, they're not fair. They're designed to make it... A, the competition interesting, and they've done it really well. There's probably been a couple of sides who've made the finals because of that that maybe wouldn't, but it's not going to affect the Premier, so I'm, I think it's actually the right thing to do. Did so someone did be, uh, be, careful, be careful talking about the fixtures. <laughs> People don't like that. They're not fair. Oh. West Coast finished 17th with two wins. Their coach, uh, Michael Pryor, gone. Fremantle replaced you with Lisa Webb. They won four games, so they slipped from 12th under you to 13th under Lisa. Did you see any changes from your style and the way they delivered? Yeah, no, definitely. And um, no, Lisa's changed the particularly the ball movement side of the game, and the players are really bought into it and believe in it. They just haven't been able to execute it. I think they had the second worst offense this year, but it's just going to take a little bit of time because they're playing with a lot more control um, and trying to yeah, build up and, and hold possession before they kick goals, where it used to be really fast-flowing Style, so that's going to take a little bit of time, and of course you've only got a ten-game season as well, mm. so it you don't takes have a bit, lot of time. No, it doesn't take a lot of time to build into it. Mm. So, no, I think uh, under Lisa, they're on the right track. She's a really good coach, really good person, and the players are definitely buying in. So, um, yeah, hopefully they can bounce back and make the finals next year. What's it like to see a side replace you and then go backwards? Because every, <laughs> every team that replaced me, we sort of went on, went on to win a flag. <laughs> yeah, sort of opposite. But I know you're not. You wouldn't enjoy that. No, you, you're yeah. investing in a lot of these girls. You put a lot that, of time that, and, into it yourself. And that's the thing. And I'm also really invested in, in Lisa. Like I gave Lisa a first opportunity assistant coach, really good friends with her. I was wrapped that she got the opportunity. And um, and I know she's working really hard and um, yeah, is really positive about where they're going. So, no, I've covered a few games. And um, as a commentator, you try not to barrack. Obviously, you've got to be impartial. But, yeah, they, deep down you are really hoping that they win for the players who put in so much effort as well. That's better, refreshing better than me. because you were replaced by as Fremantle's coach and it, you know, it would hurt. 
Yeah. And now you talk so glowingly of the club and the playing well, yeah, group and the, and the coaching. The, that is, that's hats off to you because I'm not capable of doing that. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but, no, you're a good people, person. Yeah. <laughs> but people say that about you know, oh, and they, are you dirty with the club? And the the club's interesting. In the club is just really the supporters. That's what a club is, and everyone else is transient through it. And the supporters were fantastic, even after I I was let go. That the, their support that they gave me, and the players always had the support, and the people at the club, like ninety eight percent of them. I reckon are fantastic. So you, you oh hello, there's two. Oh, hello, there's two percent. I'll be digging that. Out. <laughs> oh, no, there's always two percent. Knife job. Even when things are going brilliantly, there's two percent. Is it no matter what job? Have a look around here. There's only five of you. Who's the two percent? <laughs> um, so we know. Popham is the two percent. The Paralympic <laughs> Tokyo, isn't it? Now, after today, he's coming after us, Popham. No about that. Hey, can I ask this? Because I've actually watched. A, I'm more invested now in the last two years of AFLW than I've ever been on. And the standard is just going up and up and up and is is, fan, is, trek, uh, is, is uh, trending in the right direction. I look at Brisbane, I look at Adelaide, uh, and I look at the body size and the fitness of Melbourne. They're different size. Mm. The Brisbane girls are so fit and they are so invested yeah. and yeah, they've got their Irish uh, connections and all this stuff. What is the difference between those clubs, those clubs that are at the top? And and I think Fremantle and West Coast are nowhere near as yeah. fit and as big and as robust as those clubs. So Fremantle, we had Kate Starr as our strength and conditioning and super fit at that stage. There was, there was no doubt that Fremantle were the fittest team in the competition. We didn't lose a last quarter for two years. So it was, it was a real strength of ours. We're never that big though. Brisbane have got big and fit. Um, and you you look at the the group, and if you follow any of them on Instagram, yes. th- they're in the Pilates. They're doing extras. All they are them. absolutely driven, and it's and that's driven. There's only so many hours you can do with the players yourself, so it has to be driven so you know, with the players. Yes. And you see the extras that those girls do, um, and their professionalism is next level. So I, I think that's taken them to the to the next step. Stars is brilliant yeah, as well. Yeah, Craig Stars yeah. has got that fitness background re-signed, too. I yeah. See. He, yep, yeah. he's re-signed, yeah. Going so again. we actually coached against each other in the pathway in the state 18s. Um, it's actually really interesting going back and having a look at a lot of the names in there. A lot of the girls have gone on uh, various clubs. He stole Courtney Hodder off us, unfortunately. She was an absolute gem for us. Um, and But Stars has got that fitness background. So he's obviously instilled that in his group, but then they've taken it and gone to another level uh, with the way they prepare themselves and full credit to them. Hey, Coops, do, do players, and there's, you know, there's a lot of uh, West Australians now with the Victorian clubs, do they make the move full-time over there now or do they still just come back to WA as a bit like the Big Bash where they just invest for the mm. – because it's only a 10-week season. I know there's pre-season, but there's finals. But do they just – do they come and go? Most of them now are over there full-time okay. and they're, they're doing their – they're working elsewhere. So Ruby Schleiser, for instance, she's, I think she's working at Fox now. Um, quite a few she's of She's a Perth girl, is she? She's a Perth girl, yep. Yep. No, Freo, that was one of Freo's mistakes. I overlooked her in the first um, first draft. She's a Perth girl. Yeah, she's yeah, good yeah, talent. Yeah, very good. Very good player. Don't yeah. knee now, but Injury, she's, yeah. yeah. It's only a PCL, so she'll be back next year. She's a year. good talent, yeah, so, media talent. No, she played State 18s uh, here. Yeah. Um, so, no, there's most Victor of them Ruckman now. for North Melbourne. Number Emma six. King, yeah, yeah. She went across as a marquee, so her life's fully over there. Sabrina Frederick, WA girl, so she, she's full-time Sabrina Frederick's a West Aussie? Yeah, she was West Aussie. How am I going? South I, Freo, I, yep. She was South Freo, so she was signed as a marquee. Wow. To um, to 
Brisbane in the first year. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Randall, WA girl. Yeah. yeah so she was Swan's Yeah, she was Swanee's girl. Yeah, she's a um, So, yeah, quite a few. But she's actually, for signed. a long time, Chelsea, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Every season, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's been there the whole way through. She's had injuries as well. So, no, she's a star. So, this, but they do go over there. And now, the latest CBA and the draft coming up, um, they're, I think they're up to 56,000 minimum. Is that or forty six might be forty six or fifty six minimum plus a sixteen relocation cost. So all of a sudden you only need a bit of part time work. It was before when I started, the girls were getting paid fourteen thousand. So they you know, there's nothing yeah. now. They're actually they can really invest in their footy and their bodies and just a little bit of part time work. All righty. So and then well, let's touch on West Coast. They've only won the two games. They're looking for a new coach. Um, Do you get involved with the AFLW coaches, the Fremantle and West Coast coaches? No, 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 no. no. We, we're involved in the pathway now yep. and yeah, supplying the players. So we talked to the coaches. So I, I spoke to Mick a lot and to Lisa about the talent coming through and their recruiting team, but not not involved in actually helping the coaches. Were you surprised no. Mick was no, I, not Not really. Um, obviously, you know, the win-loss hadn't been great over time. and Had there been improvement in their game? Their, their list is better. And when you've got someone like Ella Roberts, you've, that's, yeah. your, that's the, where you've got to aspire to be as good as well, her. West Coast, I think, were always going to be – I thought like, this year, I thought they'd – I tipped them to just miss the finals. I thought they'd be inconsistent because they're young, but early on they didn't really show, you know, fire a shot. Um, and they were really confident going into the season that they were going to going to do well. So just with the nature of the industry, when you're not getting the wins, you're going to be you know, in trouble. And I know, I know Mick's very comfortable – um, that he's ended up and he's really, yeah, quite relaxed after yep. it was a touch base with him. Um, we actually played he, the premiership together. He's doing okay? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and he's he's back in that community team. He, he was taken out of community to come in there okay. and he's back. Full so he's co- staying at the footy so club? Staying at the footy club, oh, that's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. You've got a very good footy brain. Oh, and he, he, he no was the backline coach in that 2013 grand final mm. for Freo. And you look at the names there, the names aren't world beaters and they were the best defensive team. He, he, he's a good coach, there's no yeah. doubt about that. And he would have taught the girls an awful lot. So whoever takes over is going to benefit from the work that he's done. All righty, Coops. Let's get our uh, state uh, WAFL state academy uh, coaching specialist uh, talent pathways hat on right now for the WA Footy Commission. Now, Scotty, this uh, raised your um, eyebrows a little bit. Are you tall? Can you run? Can you jump? Are you a talented sports person, Scotty? Just thought that was a bit basic, mate. So it'll be basic. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not a. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a marketer. The marketing person. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to keep went, it easy for Troy. Uh, for Troy. Really? really? Yeah, There's more you. to come. So is this, is this about like trying to just get you know people from other sports as well and saying yeah you know, if you're capable and of in that, particular particularly talls um, where next year in our state 18s boys program we can't find anyone over 200 centimeters. We've heard this. It's um we've and heard so this. it's. Yeah, and like, now you get a few that are getting pulled to basketball. Like the, the chances of actually making basketball are pretty limited. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot more chance of making footy, but the lure of the sport is sort of men taken. and women. Uh, more so men, but but there's been a few women like Rosie Deegan was an absolute talent. She she went the basketball path. Hopefully, hopefully. There's a, there's an East Fremantle player. East Fremantle win the Waffle yes. W. There's a tall girl there who went off the same day and played at the Perth. Georgie Cleaver. That's Georgie Cleaver. She she's, a netball, she's a netballer. 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 Yeah, 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 absolutely. She, is there any ch- is she? No, she was on the draft this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, can yeah, play. Yeah, I saw her. I thought, yeah, wow. Yeah. That's Jack Cleaver's sister who okay. played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right, yeah so, so we're looking. So the, the, we're trying to find some more tall athletes. Both. I mean, you talked about Freo being undersized. Mm. in the and, and so are West Coast, to be honest, in the, in the AFLW. And in the men's space, just crying out for those 200 centimetre plus athletes. So that's our, that's what we're going to try and find. Yeah. 
the talent pathways, coaching special, are you concerned with what's coming through the ranks at the moment? Are you concerned that junior football and the way the commission has structured, it's one of my bugbears, our listeners know it, 15 aside, you know, up until under 18s, shorter grounds up to under 14s, 15s. It's just, it, it's not real football. We're not producing players. And when we get to state level, we're, you know, when there's 18 aside, it's four in the middle and it's competitive yeah. and it's body on body. We're not producing enough talent. Are you concerned about where the talent is? Because I know the people that I speak to at Clubland yep. and also at Waffle Clubland are seriously, including, including PSA, yep. are concerned about the talent that's coming through in WA. Yep. No, I think I think it is a concern. I, I disagree with some of the, the reasons why. Bring so, it on. So, yeah, we'll go into that. Go. The um, The talent in particular, so like next year, for instance, it's been well publicised. It doesn't look like a great year. Um, as far as the, the talent depth, the following year there's some ripping kids coming through. So it can be a bit hit and miss in that sense. So I'm, I'm not overly concerned with that. The academies, and we're, we're actually doing some research now, those Gold Coast Sydney uh, academies, what they're doing is well advanced in what, in what we're doing. Um, so we have to try That's to, not a level playing field. It's though. not a level playing field, That's no. just, that, The way that their talent, they can access their yeah. talent. Yeah, and then, and then the, they're invested can't. Because... Even like if, if someone gave us two million dollars to do it, that's great. But like, who gets the benefits of that? Yeah, Probably Gold Coast again. No, well, Lance Collard's not going to be in Western Australia. No, no they can they can go anywhere. Whereas Gold Coast get that that hit. Yeah, and, and I know why it's been done. It's to improve uh, sport in those states, football in those states. I understand why. Mm. Um, but we're so we're now trying to work out what we can do. To get the best bang for buck, and hopefully maybe you know, find a couple of sponsors as well to help improve that talent pathway. To the other point, Scotty, with the the numbers on on grounds and that, well, that's the way world sports going. So those kids in the Queensland academies, they'll be playing nine aside. Soccer now play a lot of five aside. I've got a mate, mate son who's fourteen who plays eighteen aside on a full ground at in the, in the QFL or wherever QFL, he, he yeah, plays on yeah. the Sunshine Coast. Coast, yeah. I, I don't I don't think that. My personal opinion is I don't think that helps them improve. I think that I, I, I watch my nephews play soccer and basketball and they're getting lots of touches. They're getting all these chances to execute their skills. So the smaller numbers help more touches and improve skills. And decision-making. As opposed to winning the game and the old traditional 18-a-side oh, on the ground. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. What it does now, Scotty's got he's slightly disagreeing with me here. The best players can still get their hands on the footy and the players who need development don't. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of... That, that's that's a fair point, but what you lose then is you lose the participation and all of a sudden you're playing with less players, less competition, and, and we fall further behind because you, what, what Victoria have got, you know, they don't do, they don't do anything develop-wise in their talent pathway until they're 16. Yeah, they, that's right. They, they just they don't touch them. But what they've got is mass participation, high numbers, so the quality – of those games is better. But they play full grounds from under 11s, mate, and they're playing 18 aside from under 11s. But their full grounds aren't the size of our full grounds different, either. Different compared. Um, I, I just, yeah. yeah I, I, what, 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 well, next year, next year is the first group of players in, in the draftable age yep. that will be coming through since the footy commission announced or made it 15 aside. And next year is that's yep. when they started in the you know, under 11s or 12s. 12, whatever okay. it was. So now they come through into under 18s. We're saying now we've got no players. So, you bl- players. so are you okay? But are you now trying to piece those together? Are you saying the well, lack we'll of? T- but are you saying the lack of? Well, a le- a f- forward thinking. And Coops has mentioned it, and Michael Ablett's mentioned it. 
the lack of talent coming in, uh, about to bob up, are you putting it back down to the changes? It, it, it has to, I think it has to be. It's, it's about our development of, of, of footballers. And when they get to an under-18s level and it is 18 aside and it is full ground and all that sort of stuff, they're behind the eight ball straight away. So oh, well, that's my... Yeah. I know the, the, other, the other thing to do Participation is obviously yeah, massive. But the other thing it's to do with that thing. is we're struggling for numbers at that time. I was not the Christian, but it will also be... The, Teams were falling over. Yeah. And then what happens when teams fall over because they can't full teams, they don't go to other teams, they just stop playing. Yeah. So that was another reason for it. I don't think that's a reason for hurting. If you go to training now, a lot of training is nine on nine at AFL level. Um, yeah, they don't do a lot of – They, 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 they have a lot of sports on the games. I know we're, we're a bit tight, but um, what do we do too to make make it that young players, because it's most of them now it's AFL or bust. Yeah, we've got to make it so they want to play state footy. They want to play for the waffle, waffle clubs. They want to play league footy mm. at the waffle clubs and that sort of stuff. I mean, it's a hard one. It's a mindset thing or whatever. Yeah, it is, it's, it's yeah. We've got to bring that sort of pump. That we're up going better with that than in Victoria because in Victoria they're on their coach league side. They're not aligned, and then that's, yeah. they're done. So at least our boys have got a feeling of being around Swan Districts, of being yeah. around West Perth, and going through. So we're actually doing that better with our retention than other states. All righty. Now, I've got a couple of quick questions off the te- text, the uh, temperate bedshed text. I've got it off me a little bit. No, that's okay. That's good. <laughs> You're allowed to. So I know it's been bubbling along there for a long time, way too long. It's exhausting me. Um, now, are you going to find these these tall people? Because that seems to mm. be the focus. Yeah. It, we run a similar thing at, when I was at Freo, trying recruits from other sports. And so we had really good success. And Stannett come through there. Yeah. Emma O'Driscoll was one who we, we plucked from netball to come across. Um, so there's been some really good – Janelle Cuthbertson's another one. So I but you want tall people. We want tall. We want tall. So we've got some who, who've already nominated, so we've got to check them out. We don't know. And, like, this could be an absolute bust, but it's worth having a crack at, and we hope that we can. All righty. Looking forward to that. So you can get in touch with uh, wafootball.com.au talent come try AFL. That is it, which is an interesting one because AFL is a competition. Oh, no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> AFL's a competition, it's not a, it's not a team. Thing, but not it's a team. brand. Unfortunately, it's the brand that's Fair overtaken. Enough. Fair enough. All right. uh, John, John from uh, Woodvale. Who, uh, John from Woodvale, who's formerly of Greenwood, good man, says, will you throw your hat in for the Eagles AFLW coach head role? Good question. There's a, there, I think there'll be a few. Collingwood's come up yesterday as well. I'm, my true answer is I'm really happy with what I'm doing. I'm loving it. I'm making a difference. If I thought I could do that gotcha. at, at a club, I'd consider it, but I'm not going to do it. If three or four years ago, I just would have done it for the sake of it. Now I wouldn't do it. Okay, that. so if you do move to Melbourne, you need to sell your house. Uh, right. <laughs> um, well, Derek's spot mate. Trent Kirby is excellent. really knows yep. his football. He should be coaching somewhere else. Or be candidate for the West Coast Eagles if he answered that. little clip by Flog, will I, yeah. guy? Can Scotty let Coops answer the question? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Flog. <laughs> Fantastic. And Lisa agrees, says uh, there's muscle and strength seems to be an issue for our WA teams. So, Coops, who wins the flag in the AFLW right now? There's eight teams left. Adelaide, Melbourne, North Brisbane, Gold Coast, Geelong, Essingdon and Sydney. I still think Melbourne, they cooked it last week because if they'd have won that game, they would have had home finals all the way through. Now they may have to play in a grand final in Adelaide, which isn't ideal. Um, But I still think they're the best all-round list. Get in touch with wafootball.com.au and follow your way through. If you want to come and try AFL, you're tall, you can run, you can jump. If you know anyone, what age group are we looking Well, we're sort of targeting that 16 to 18-year-old age group. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. But if there's someone younger, we'll look at it. If there's someone older that we think is worthwhile, we'll push them to the AFL clubs. I've got the tall bit. 
The running and running jumping. Running and jumping. No, I'm done. Yeah, Challenge sports person. Eight coops. Thank you. <laughs> WA Pacing Cup is tomorrow night down at Gloucester Park. The ribbon of lights. Yes, it is. Yeah, give us a winner because you are. That's what you do. Magnificent Storm's clearly the one to beat. Um, but I think the race could be run to suit. Gary Hall Jr. is on a horse at ten to one. It's going to be three back the peg, smoking the pipe. He gets it. He doesn't <laughs> get back to run. Three back the peg, smoking the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, that's I'll, trotting parlance. I'll Google that and see whether he's, <laughs> put it back. he's probably got naproxen in there too. <laughs> but if he gets out, he run a big race. Prince of Pleasure. Prince of Pleasure. All righty. Have something small on Prince of Pleasure for G Hall as he's trying to get his eleventh winner in the WA Pacing Cup. And if you're floating around while on the subject of harness racing, look out for next Monday, maybe Pinjarra, or next Wednesday, uh, Bunbury, a horse by the name of Gully Gum. It's going to start at $1.10 the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the one you like, Copes? All right, thanks, boys.